All healthcare professionals participating in this podcast are paid consultants of Johnson & Johnson Surgical Vision Incorporated. The content of this podcast represents the views and experiences of the speaker and not Johnson & Johnson and is intended for informational purposes only. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Product indication and safety information will be available at the end of the episode. Welcome to this episode of Fine Tuned. My name is Rana Jaraha, and today we will be speaking with Dr. Wendell J. Scott, an ophthalmologist at Mercy Clinic Eye Specialist in Springfield, Missouri. Welcome, Dr. Scott. Thank you for having me, Rana. So today we would like to discuss astigmatism management with the Catalyst Precision Laser COS 6.0 software upgrade. Dr. Scott, can you explain the workflow for your cataract patients? The first things we do are the measurements with the ILL Master 700, the NIDIC OPD, and the Cassini Ambient, looking at the different magnitudes and axis of astigmatism. I like to see how well these correlate with the patient's prescription glasses. I establish whether the astigmatism should be addressed by arcuate incisions or by a toric lens. If it's over 1.25 diopters, I strongly encourage the patient to get the toric lens. If the astigmatism is greater than 0.5 and less than 1.2 diopters, then arcuate incisions are a consideration. Historically, we have used the IOL Master 700 to measure, but when it is in close agreement with the Cassini ambient magnitudes and axis of astigmatism, I like to go with the Cassini measurements. The iris registration information and the case are automatically imported from the Cassini into the Catalyst laser wirelessly or through a USB stick. This electronic transfer from the Cassini to the Catalyst laser saves time, but more importantly, it decreases the error rate of the measurements. I am most confident in the numbers when I use the Cassini transfer to the Catalyst laser. Can you tell me how you were marking the cornea prior to the radial marks made by the Catalyst, and how do they compare? The use of the Catalyst laser means that the iris registration is more accurate, so we're no longer having to manually use a violet marker with another specific black marker device that the machine can read. Previously, I developed an instrument that has a pendulum and it marks the cornea at 0 and 180 degrees. We placed black pin marks over the radial violet mark to make the corneal marks. The marks with the pin do not transfer easily from the marker to the cornea limbus. The marks took more time. They were not as precise as they are with the catalyst laser. We also had to decide who would do the manual marking. Would it be the technician, the scrub tech, or your circulating nurse? Should it be the surgeon? This decision has been eliminated with the Catalyst COS 6.0 software upgrade. The lining up of radial marks for the TORIG IOL is more distinct now with the Catalyst COS 6.0. Now the radial TORIG marks are very thin and well-defined, measuring one degree in width. This precision cannot be accomplished with a manual mark. Before the catalyst laser, the manual ink marks were 10 degrees in width, which also introduced an element of error. We've narrowed the radius to one millimeter. The thinner mark from the machine is much better. We've decreased the amount of cornea that's treated to just 20% of the stromal thickness. We've also decreased the power to the minimum amount necessary to give us a radial mark. We're using the scan capsule for the centration because it better predicts the visual axis and the preferred centration of the IOL. 
the preferred centration of the IOL is important in lining up these torque marks. When you use the scan capsule, the alignment of the IOL torque dots and the cornea radial torque marks is improved. You've been using the Catalyst Laser with the COX 6.0 software upgrade for about six months. How do your outcomes compare now to what they were six months ago? We're seeing better alignment of the toric IOLs. I'm also able to confirm postoperatively that the alignment is stable, with the marks from the Catalyst COS 6.0 system still visible three months later, I can confirm that the lens has been placed correctly during surgery and remains in the position I placed it in. Can you discuss how you like to use arcuates and toric marks with the Catalyst COS 6.0? I prefer intrastromal arcs and I plan the treatment preoperatively. I like to use total corneal power, so I'm choosing the axis based on that measurement most often. We have a custom setting for intrastromal marks programmed into my settings in the Catalyst system. How has the software upgrade affected the way you counsel patients about their laser cataract surgery options? With the Cassini and the Catalyst COS 6.0, we don't have to do the radial marks manually anymore. It only took me one week to decide there was no reason to continue doing any marks because they were so inaccurate comparatively. I am confident in the location of the toric IOL due to the measurements of the Cassini and the marks. One of the hesitancies of surgeons to use toric IOLs or do arcuate incisions with the laser is that they want to deliver to the patient exactly what they promised and they lack the confidence in their ability to deliver. Do you have any recommendations for other surgeons approaching their first catalyst laser procedure with an astigmatism patient? I would advise other surgeons to use the Catalyst COS 6.0 laser for the toric marks and combine it with the toric IOL options. By using it, the surgeon will have the confidence in the placement of the lens. Since upgrading to Catalyst COS 6.0, I'm pleased with my results. The Catalyst COS 6.0 has additional features such as skip center repetition and fragmentation alignment. Lining up the fragmentation pattern with the incision is an excellent way to make your procedure as repeatable and routine as possible in order to give the best outcome for the patient. Thank you so much Dr. Scott for sharing your expertise and experience with us. Thank you also to our audience for tuning in for another episode of Fine Tune. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Indications and important safety information for the Catalyst Precision Laser System. Prescription only. Indications. The Catalyst Precision Laser System is indicated for use in patients undergoing cataract surgery for removal of the crystalline lens. Intended uses in cataract surgery include anterior capsulotomy, phagofragmentation, and the creation of single-plane and multi-plane arc cuts incisions in the cornea, each of which may be performed either individually or consecutively during the same procedure. Contraindications. The catalyst system is contraindicated in patients with corneal ring and or inlay implants, severe corneal opacities, corneal abnormalities, significant corneal edema, or diminished aqueous clarity that obscures OCT imaging of the anterior lens capsule, patients younger than 22 years of age, decimotocele with impeding corneal rupture, and any contraindications to cataract surgery. 
warnings. Prior to integral guidance system imaging and laser treatment, the suction ring must be completely filled with sterile buffered saline solution. If any bubbles and or meniscus appear on the video image before treatment, do not initiate laser treatment. Before initiating laser treatment, inspect images created from the OCT data, surface fits, and overlaid pattern in both axial and sagittal views, and review the treatment parameters on the final review screen for accuracy. Safety margins for all incisions are preserved only if custom fit adjustments to ocular surfaces are applied in accordance with the instructions for use. Purposeful misuse of the custom fit adjustment to ocular surfaces can result in patient injury and complications, and therefore must be avoided. Standard continuous curve and linear capsulorexis CCC surgical technique must be used for surgical removal of the capsulotomy disc. The use of improper capsulotomy disc removal technique may potentially cause or contribute to anterior capsule tear and or a non-circular irregularly shaped capsulotomy. Verify that the suction ring is correctly connected to the disposable lens component of the liquid optics interface during the initial patient docking procedure. Precautions. The catalyst system has not been adequately evaluated in patients with a cataract greater than grade 4 via LOX-3. Therefore, no conclusions regarding either the safety or effectiveness are presently available. Cataract surgery may be more difficult in patients with an axial length less than 22 mm or greater than 26 mm and or an anterior chamber depth less than 2.5 mm due to anatomical restrictions. Use caution when treating patients who may be taking medications such as alpha blockers, for example Flomax, as these medications may be related to intraoperative floppy iris syndrome, IFIS. This condition may include poor preoperative dilation, iris billowing, and prolapse and progressive intraoperative meiosis. These conditions may require modification of surgical techniques such as the utilization of iris hooks, iris dilator rings, or viscoelastic substances. Surgical removal of the cataract more than 30 minutes after the laser capsulotomy and laser lens fragmentation has not been clinically evaluated. The clinical effects of delaying surgical removal more than 30 minutes after laser anterior capsulotomy and laser lens fragmentation are unknown. The liquid optics interface is intended for single patient use only. Full thickness corneal cuts or incisions should be performed with instruments and supplies on standby to seal the eye in case of anterior chamber collapse or fluid leakage. Patients who will undergo full thickness corneal incisions with the catalyst system should be given the same standard surgical preparation as used for patients undergoing cataract surgery for the removal of the crystalline lens. During intraocular surgery on patients who have undergone full thickness corneal incisions with the catalyst system, care should be taken if an eyelid speculum is used in order to limit pressure from the speculum onto the open eye. Patients who will be transported between the creation of a full thickness corneal incision and the completion of intraocular surgery should have their eye covered with a sterile rigid eye shield in order to avoid inadvertent eye injury during transport. Patients must be able to lie flat and motionless in a supine position and able to tolerate local or topical anesthesia. Adverse effects. Complications associated with a catalyst system include myopatechia and subconjunctival hemorrhage due to vacuum pressure of the liquid optics interface suction ring. Potential complications and adverse events generally associated with the performance of capsulotomy and lens fragmentation or creation of partial thickness or full thickness cut or incision of the cornea include acute corneal clouding, age-related macular degeneration, amaurosis, anterior and or posterior capsule tear rupture, astigmatism, capsulorexis notch during phaco emulsification, capsulotomy lens fragmentation, or cut incision decentration, cells in anterior chamber, choroidal effusion, or hemorrhage, conjunctival hyperemia, injection, erythema, chemosis, 
conjunctivitis, allergic viral, corneal abrasion, deepithelization, epithelial defect, corneal edema, cystoid macular edema, disemmets detachment, decentered or dislocated intraocular lens implant, diplopia, dropped or retained lens, dry eye superficial, punctate keratitis, edema, elevated intraocular pressure, endothelial decompensation, floaters, glaucoma, halo, inflammation, incomplete capsulotomy, intraoperative flappy iris syndrome, iris atrophy extrusion, light flashes, mybomitis, ocular discomfort, for example, pain, irritation, scratchiness, itching, foreign body sensation, ocular trauma, patechia, photophobia, pigment changes, pigment in corneal endothelium, foveal region, pinguiculitis, posterior capsule opacification, posterior capsule rupture, posterior vitreous detachment, posteriorly dislocated lens material, pupillary contraction, red blood cells in the anterior chamber, not hyphema, residual cortex, retained lens fragments, retinal detachment or hemorrhage, scar and descendants membrane, shallowing or collapsing of the anterior chamber, scoring of the posterior corneal surface, snail track on endothelium, steroid rebound defect, striae and descendants, subconjunctival hemorrhage, thermal injury to adjacent eye tissues, toxic anterior shock syndrome, vitreous in the anterior chamber, vitreous band or loss, wound dehiscence, wound or incision leak, zonular dehiscence. Caution, federal law USA restricts this device to sale by or on the order of a physician. The system should be used only by qualified physicians who have extensive knowledge of the use of this device and have been trained and certified. Attention, reference the directions for use for a complete listing of indications, warnings, and precautions.